0: Welcome to another episode of the Locker Lab podcast. I am Arik Levy, general partner at LockerOne Ventures.
1: And I'm Brian Dewey, co founder and CEO of Colony.
0: So, Brian, I'm uh, super excited today. You've, you've, uh, I guess, when you were over in Amsterdam at the Post and Parcel Expo, you, you met with a lot of really exciting locker companies. Unfortunately, I couldn't make it this year, but I did hear there was a, a lot of exciting innovation and and uh, today we're joined by Rick Volt from Amsterdam. He's uh, his company is Belter, and uh, thanks for joining us today, Rick. We're super excited to hear about what you got going on.
2: Thank you, guys. Yeah, I'm delighted to be on the show today.
0: Wonderful. So, uh, Rick, why don't, why don't we start by just uh, why don't you give us your background and 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 Belter and how you uh, got into this business?
2: Yeah, sure. Yeah. So, um actually I previous to uh, to Belter I had a um, I founded a company in 2011 uh, that was called Clay, which was a um a cloud-based uh door locking company. So I was actually in the uh well, you could say in the peripheral of uh of the locker business. Part of that technology also moved over to uh, to what Belter is today, but um so I founded that company and sold that in 2017. Uh, stayed on till 2019 um, to uh, to give that company a push into its new uh, into its new owner, and then um, yeah, basically started to to rethink. So the the but you know ideas won't pop up by itself. So um, there it was like exactly. a distinct moment that um, yeah that that the idea for Belter uh, just came up, and um, and that's when Belter basically uh, took off as a new, new company.
1: Yeah, uh, really great intro, Rick, and one of the things when I met with you at the Parcel and Post show, you really kind of took me into your analysis of the existing locker space and building something really innovative, because, you know, um, maybe kind of give people that quick background and how Beltor uh, is is kind of fitting some of those existing problems. And I think what we'll probably also have to do is have Paolo uh, provide some visuals uh, as well in the YouTube uh, channel where people can actually see what Beltor is. But yeah. uh, tell people kind of your diagnosis of the existing locker uh, you know systems and how you're disrupting. Yeah, sure. it.
2: Yeah. Well, actually, you know, the thing, the thing started with me overhearing a conversation like two and a half years ago. I was I overhearing. Rick,
1: I think you froze.
0: Okay. Um, I think it's um, capturing him. We're just not seeing it. So I don't know how Paul is going to edit. We might need to, let's, let's just uh, start over. I I to... Okay. I, uh,
2: for me, all the, I can see all the yeah, it's sharp. Okay. Yeah. We'll just keep rolling. Okay, good. Yeah. Um, yeah, so, so the, um, um, actually the, the whole trigger for me was two and a half years ago. I was overhearing a uh, conversation that was clearly, uh, between three, um, executives from a, a large parcel carrier and they were basically talking and it was kind of overheated at a certain moment. And then one said to the other, like, yeah, you know, this is a non-sustainable way that we deliver parcels. And basically everybody in this industry knows it. And i was I was super intrigued because it was clear I was not in this business but i was I was hearing into a conversation of people that were clearly in that business for 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 years, and then I was wondering, okay, so what are these guys talking about and and you know i I picked up some more lines, and it was basically that you know there was a maximum to obviously there's a maximum to the number of parcels you can deliver uh by van door to door and i i you know if you're not in an industry you you don't think of certain very obvious uh limitations or issues but you know that that just got me going i like i like to work on challenges that are like well they have a big market but they they seem to be like choked in a certain way so that really um gets my mind going um and then I was actually thinking, okay, so so what then is the solution? And I, I dove in, I, I studied a bit on what what parcel delivery actually already had apart from the door-to-door delivery. And, well, it became abundantly clear that, that parcel lockers in certain parts are very successful, right? And actually me as a consumer as well, I was thinking, well, you know, lock, lockers are actually a, a great product. I like them even in, in today's version. I like them much better than than door to door for the for for obvious reasons that we know you know you don't have, you don't need a specific time you you basically can can go whenever you like but then i also quickly learned that you know one of the major issues i i think is that uh, currently lockers are well either they're on the peripheral of a of a living environment or they're in a commercial real estate you know they're indoor but either way they're they still take me out of my way to 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 do it, and I think that's one of the reasons and limitations why probably uh, today I would say four percent is is uh, of parcels is being delivered to um, to parcel lockers, right? And if we really want to get that from four percent to let's say even forty or fifty percent, then then the, the 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 available space for for lockers I would say is just not not big enough, and that was where I thought, okay, so it's probably not that. We don't wanna change, or that this market doesn't want to change, but maybe it doesn't know how to change. you know how do you get more parcel locker capacity um out there and well, that then basically took me to a to a next step that was okay so so if parcel lockers in general are a great concept, but but we struggle to to increase it then. Um, how can we solve it? And that's really when we had to work hard. So I I brought together a team from my previous company. I I brought in product development, and we really started to, yeah, try to to fight that battle of that product. And that's when when basically Belter came up. And uh, Belter is based on the philosophy that if you want to increase locker usage, you need to bring lockers closer to people. Okay, so that I mean, we we strongly believe that if your alternative to -to door-to-door delivery would be a parcel locker at slipper distance, you know, that term, I think it's a, it's a popular, but for good reasons, it's a popular term in the, in the, in the locker world. So if you could have a, 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 a locker at the corner of every street, then I think that that would be the preferred method for, for anybody basically, right? Because you don't, you don't need any um, door-to-door delivery, but that's kind of a tough thing, you know, because if, if you want to, if you want to serve that for everyone then you actually are serving a fairly small area it's a quite a small residential area because everybody if everybody can walk to their locker then that means that in theory you're not serving a a huge uh, um, number of of households so um, if you don't serve a lot of households that means that you need to Uh, be prepared with lockers for what they are receiving every day, right? So if, if you only serve, let's say, 200 households, then we know pretty well the statistics of how many parcels go to those houses. What we don't know, what nobody knows really well, is the sizes of those parcels that come to your house every day, right? So if the three of us would be in a in a, in a building block, then statistics are very clear that, you know, on average, we receive X number of parcels on a given day. But it's very unknown if today I receive a big parcel and you, Brian, get a, a medium version and Arik doesn't get any today. And then tomorrow that whole configuration could be completely different. Now, if you wanna solve that with lockers, you need basically much more capacity at the corner of the street in order to serve the fact that we would we always be using parcel lockers and that was really the the thing that 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 stuck to me so i was thinking okay lockers are great you need to bring them close to people but if you bring them closer to people you have that issue of not knowing what what you what size you need on a given day and then next step of thinking was then okay so we need to probably make variable parcel lockers, right? So what if I see a locker wall as a collection of compartments? If it's not just a wall with fixed locker sizes, but if if I just perceive those as individual locker compartments, um, how can I work with that? So basically I thought, okay, let's say that they were all individual and I can stack them individual, then I have the perfect locker size every day on the corner of the street. But the thing that doesn't work is if I put it there and then still vans need to come to the corner of the street to fill that locker, then you still have that traffic going through that street. So then the, I would say the double up challenge that we gave ourselves was, can we put Belter stacks? So can we put daily configured lockers on corner of of a street with parcels already in them, right? So can we really put them there um, in the perfect volume? And then can we, have people take those parcels out, but also put their returns back in and then bring the whole Belter stack back to a, to a city hub. So, I mean, that's a, a, you know, it's, it's quite some things on top of each other, but that was really what, um, what, what uh, the Belter inspiration was.
0: That's really, that's great. I appreciate the detailed uh, description. You know, a lot of our, uh, people who are going to listen to the podcast will be listening to it or maybe some will see the video and check out your website you, you kind of alluded to it a little bit there sort of this these this lego type design can you talk a little bit more about the design of the lockers are they battery operated do they have a screen on them how do they bolt together i mean conceptually it sounds yeah. really cool i got legos and i build this stack but talk a little bit more about operation how that really works
2: Yeah, yeah no of course so so yeah i mean actually I think it might help i mean i have one here and it's it's like the the mini version so this is the smallest version that we that we have and and this one only weighs a kilo and and what is important to know about it is that um um so yeah it's it's a it's basically lego it's it's logistics lego so they all fit as male and female connectors to one another um the nice thing about that is that you can have a lot of different sizes right so we we basically a belter stack has a a certain width in in um, in compartments. It has a certain depth and it has variable heights. Um, you can stack these belter boxes on top of each other, and basically you do that on a on a rolling belter base. So that base is is a wheelable uh, cart, and that has the same male connectors in the in the bottom. So you basically just start stacking. Uh, belter boxes on top of each other in the way that you need them on that given day on that given location um and then basically you you lock them all up with four pillars on that base and a and a top so indeed if if some insertions are done to this uh recording then people can also see how that works so basically it's always a a metrical system of um of of belter boxes in in and we can have many different sizes right so the smallest would be one wide one deep one high and then we can extend that to four deep four wide four high so that even there in terms of comparison to to normal lockers we can have much more variation in in sizes right so the i would i would say the biggest um, well the biggest enemy of of static lockers is the one that is the mega version right because that one that it's used the least but it is the one that you actually need to have because sometimes you just get this this big delivery, right? So for us, that's not not an issue at all. We can have half of a Belter stack um, be out there on a certain day. The next day, we just take that big one off the Belter stack. We don't need it. So it it for us, it doesn't really hurt the concept. Actually, we can work from having many, many small ones and a big one to, to any configuration that you basically need. So um, with that,
1: Wrap up the visualization for people. So these are getting filled at a centralized hub or a micro hub or something of that nature and um, logistics center. And then the driver is driving around and dropping off these
2: belter steps on different corners. Is that correct? Yeah, that's correct. And that, that was, I would say, in the execution of the design, that was the major challenge because therefore it has to be very light. So I just told you that this small one is just a kilo and and you know what the challenge was if we want to transport the whole stack including parcels then the locker stack itself has to be very light you know because we we we, uh we transport them on electrical cargo bikes um that we are well actually in europe we're very accustomed to to already using those and um, a bike like that can carry two belter stacks with with anywhere between 30 and 40 locker compartments right and Um, A full belter stack uh, only weighs 40 to 45 kilograms, but that in the product design was a major challenge. So actually a belter box, as I showed it to you, it it has two sides of aluminium. So one side and the front obviously is the the normal thickness of aluminium that you're used to in, in conventional lockers. All the other sides and actually the whole shell is made out of a a um, a, a product or a um, called EPP. It's actually a very light but very strong and insulating foam type. And what we do is, if we stack it on the belter stack and you stack it clockwise, then the thing is, and that's the nice part about it. If people see a belter stack, they see only aluminium like a normal locker on the outside. But because we stack it clockwise. The actual core of the Belter stack is very light, durable, recyclable, and it's very strong. But it's also very light, and that's why a Belter stack, including parcels, is is very well transportable on an electric bike and also wheelable on the on the on the curb. Yeah, I love that you guys then- have really.
0: Uh, yeah, I love that you guys have really engineered something uh, some interest in there. And clearly, you've got some some real mechanical uh, engineering chops there. Talk to us a little bit about the business model. So, so, and in fact, the e-bikes thing kind of blows my mind. We don't really have much of that here in the U S but the fact that you could carry these on the back of uh, an e-bike is is really cool, but is your customer the parcel carrier and you're expecting them to implement this technology in their, ware- their warehouses, or are you planning on having, customers ship parcels to your distribution centers and then you'll you'll distribute them and and how do you guys make money here
2: yeah so i i think for belter there's i mean th- the obvious one is that we um that our business model is based on the usage of belter boxes and belter stacks so i see the business model in two ways so one is if belter is the operator then we are also part of the operational model of uh, of parcel delivery, and, and but we can also not be that and just be the hardware and software provider. And then the operator is the one that really does the, the operational work of putting Belter stacks out there. And then we are just a, a company that basically produces this technology, where I think the very interesting part is that not only are we conceptually competing with regular and static parcel lockers, but we're also economically much more. I would say, well, cheaper is a bad word, right? But we're more, way more cost effective um, than a conventional um, metal or aluminium locker. So I would say the, you know, the the reward that Belter needs for a use per day of a Belter box is much lower than what the market is currently accustomed to for the usage of of a locker. So our ROI is much shorter. Uh, because basically a belter stack is is more cost effective than a normal locker.
1: Makes sense.
2: And Interesting. But, but, so, but to go to, ahead. to your question, yeah, sorry. So, but to your question, Ari, the I mean, this is definitely the the one who's doing this. So, in in Europe, we already have quite some companies that for um, for like resident large residential buildings, they are already collecting parcels for multiple carriers, right? So in the US you have fetch, for instance, that is really getting getting a, mar- a lot of market traction. What they do is they basically already collect parcels from multiple carriers, and then they take it. Now, in this case, they take it to a commercial piece of real estate. But if you, if you look at that same distribution model, but then you think that they could also be distributing, they or other companies, but in the same model, they could be putting belter stacks out there then maybe you're looking at a completely new market and a new business model away from the the conventional uh, parcel carriers. And I would say that what is definitely working momentarily in in Europe is that municipalities are the one who are basically pushing this model, right? So there's, there's really a lot of... So Barcelona, London, Amsterdam, Berlin, those municipalities are looking for solutions that... Take the multiple carriers out of their inner cities and they are really embracing models where just one company goes into those streets because those cities are completely jammed up. I think the problem was that there was not really, you know, a lot of new products out there that could help them to do it in that way. So they they kind of almost had to allow vans to go into the city because there is not a monopoly in parcel delivery in in any country but in in the postal market in the in the mail delivery market it is a monopoly so that was a much more easily regulatable market but parcels are so scattered from the beginning that i think municipalities are now very eager and we we feel that too i mean municipalities are very eager to do Tests with us, you know, to see if if this model can actually work out for them, too, because it is a way it's it's a new way to really reduce vans in in the street and still offer a solution that's very consumer consumer focused.
1: Yeah, Rick, so maybe it's a good segue to kind of uh, move into another topic of, you know, you just kind of publicly release the, you know, the. Belter bots to the world uh you know just a couple of months ago, so where are you at in terms of the company? are you doing these pilots with the municipalities or or how are you kind of identifying this and getting getting some early traction and just kind of proof of proof of uh, it working
2: yeah so, so where we are so so we are currently at like um pre production is what I would call it so and i've learned from from my from my previous company that i there um Dove in or I jumped on too early onto certain pilots which which gave me a lot of loss of focus so i'm I'm currently to be honest deliberately holding back slightly because I really wanna find the perfect first fit for a for a trial and i think I think we're very close to to finding one but um yeah I really want to focus on the fact that that all the parties involved in that first trial um are are com- are fully committed to it because i think that some carriers there's a lot of carriers that say oh this is this is cool we can do a test but um you know it's it's not really about doing a, a, a test just on a, on a few blocks you know you really want to yeah. look at some to have a little bit more scale Um, and that's also why things like this just taking belter out there and 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 talking about it and and you know i've i'm, I'm seeing other companies not just carriers being interested in this model, right? Because in a way, um, I think this this could be a market where other companies but parcel carriers actually could fulfill that role of that hub to a a residential area transportation. I think it doesn't have to be just uh, parcel delivery. It could could be other companies that actually already are into inner city uh, distribution.
0: Yeah, I think there's a lot of um, interesting stuff happening there. I, I think you, you know, I always like to uh, have our listeners who are kind of all over the world understand some of these different markets. You know, Barcelona. I I, I was over there recently and and was just uh, really impressed uh, with garbage and the fact that they they consolidate all the garbage delivery there. So clearly they are looking for consolidation options, and something like Belter um, really provides a solution like that. You know, being in Amsterdam, can can you talk to us a little bit about you know what what's the market look like over there from lockers, from deliveries, from traffic like are you seeing any opportunities in that market? It's always great for us when we're talking to people who live in these other areas to really no, explain perfect, the perfect. parcel market there.
2: Yeah. Well, I mean, I mean we like like the US, you know. We we have a big uh, we have the the big uh, local one which is our national postal service and that is also the largest parcel carrier um then DHL is definitely the number 2 in in this market and then you have um a few more you know we have we have DB DPD we have B coming to market so i mean this is a this is a, a market with probably seven or eight different um uh, parcel carriers i think what's what's also good is that we have quite a fair bit of car- uh, carrier agnostic static lockers so i think the whole carrier agnostic part is already uh a thing here so in that sense probably compared to the us some concepts you know like real pure distribution on electrical bikes uh carrier agnostic locker networks i mean some of those concepts really are, are a thing already today in in our parcel distribution and i think what's that's that's what what the link with barcelona is it's not just wishful thinking or like or like saying that you like stuff but barcelona has already Really absorbed um a policy that by twenty thirty they want forty percent of all the parcels to be collected by the um by the um consumers um at a two hundred at a maximum of two hundred meters in a parcel locker right in a parcel locker solution so that really is like well that is the perfect statement for a company like belter because they basically said okay Market. We don't know how you're going to fix it, but this has to be done. And I th- and and that I think is a a good way for 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 local governments to really like push the market for finding new products and new solutions, right? So if if they say it just has to be done, then you can have a fruitful base for companies like Belter and others to to start implement these type of solutions.
1: Yeah, that makes a lot of sense. Ark, I was also thinking about uh when he was initially talking about really the the one city in the US that has had a lot of discussion regarding public lockers and, and things have been New York City and they obviously have a lot of congestion problems and double yep. parking and things like that. Um yeah, it's it's really fascinating. One of the small things I was uh you know, to circle back on how these things are kind of uh secured is you had like a pedestal essentially that you roll these things into and they lock up so you could really provides that flexibility of having these things, not taking up much, uh, you know, sidewalk space or public right away, uh, you know, only during certain hours or, or things like that. So I think that's the engineering of, of the locker. I encourage anybody that's, that's listening to, to go to your website or, or watch the YouTube video where he showed, uh, one of the, the type units, cause it's, it's quite unique. Um, yeah. so when, you know you're still kind of in pre manufacturing uh um stage uh how how are you looking to to roll this out? You said in pilots uh really probably focusing on the European market I'm guessing because it kind of population density and some of those things really kind of fit i think what you're looking to do but um you know when do you anticipate kind of your roadmap in in launching these things out and where where can people kind of uh, start to maybe see these things
2: yeah i i um I'm pretty certain that in the second half of next year is when we when you will see the first belter belter stacks um out there i'm what is interesting is that you know even though we are very focused on the outdoor residential um sidewalk um application of of belter um the 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 partial imposed expo in Amsterdam just just two months ago. Uh, also got us really triggered on companies that actually do locker solutions in um in in high rise buildings you know, and they actually mm. were like, Whoa Rick, okay, so we get the we get your your angle to the street delivery, but actually can can't we also use this in in a more semi permanent setting right so I think and that is very interesting that's that was not an application that I initially had thought of. But also in um you know in, in like can can I build a locker um in the configuration that I think that I need it and can I then as soon as I understand how this building works, what kind of a configuration I need, can I adapt it, which is of course very simple to do with with, with a, a a belter stack, but in a in a bigger in a bigger scale setup. But also can I use it for instance in, in peak season to to you know to to increase my locker um capacity when i actually need it because obviously that is also a thing in the in the static locker market right so um yes you can add a bit more vans and more people to do door to door delivery even though that also at a certain point will jam up but lockers you know it's just like okay this is the capacity we have and there's just not more and and that is i think what i learned was that people were also very much looking at belter and it's innovative approach but in in different applications than i had originally thought of which i think is always very nice if you bring something new to a market then maybe not always have you thought of of an application that other people think of when they see your when they see your product and solution
1: yeah i mean i i think of the u.s market where much of the you know, the larger locker companies have been focused on multifamily residential, you know, companies like Lutzer One and Parcel Penny and those, where um one saving a tremendous amount of space in those in those areas where lockers are currently installed, but also saving a tremendous amount of time for the delivery company Absolutely. to just wheel this thing in, lock it up and walk out instead of having Absolutely. to load every locker. It, it just makes a makes a ton of sense.
2: Yeah. And and you know that's another thing with with Belter is that so in terms of where you put the parcel in the locker um that allows if you if you look a little bit ahead like if 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 we go in automation mode, then you know the the thing with filling lockers where the locker is like on the street or in the building, then you always suffer the like environmental f- piece of that right so, so you' you're mm. you're not in a controlled environment whereas belter boxes could be filled and and stacked in a controlled distribution hub. That also allows very much for automation right so so currently of course if if you start up, you will start stacking belter stacks by hand, most likely, but because it's such a metrical system, nothing prevents us to think of a future where you know simple robot arms are are stacking belter stacks and and actually brian you 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 were at our booth, and just across mm-hmm. of our booth was a was a very cool robot arm that was just taken mail pieces of a of a conveyor belt right so so if if that is 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 easily doable then definitely these metrical um, elements like belter boxes are are very stackable by an automated automated process so um i think that that and of course you need to be willing to look a few years ahead but definitely this is a this is a very automatable uh if that's a proper english word um uh, product yeah
1: yeah
0: well, Rick, I love the the innovation you've, you're 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 thinking and, and bringing here to locker industry. I mean, you know, most of the locker solutions out there are just uh, very static uh, metal walls of lockers. So I think it's it's really cool to be approaching this from another way. It's a very holistic solution and and something that makes a lot of sense um, from carriers, from buildings, um, from a user perspective. So super excited to uh, to see the progress with your company. Um, with that, you know, I just want to uh, wrap up our, our conversation today. Um, you know, Brian and I are here to help you in any way you can, especially in the U.S. market. We've got quite a quite a footprint here. And so as you evolve and, and, and uh, bring it to the U.S. market, please let us know if there's any uh, way we can help. Um, you know, if customers want to, or, or listeners want to learn more, um, what's the best way to get in touch, Rick?
2: Yeah, I mean, I I would probably invite people to go to our website belterbox.com. And there's there's the contact data for the company. Fill out the inquiry form, and and definitely we we would love to to engage. And that can be you know multiple types of listeners and types of partners. We are we are just very interested to, uh, to yeah to be out there communicate. We've been like under the servers for 18 months also to protect our IP a little bit. And now we're, we're out there and we would love to engage with anyone. So, uh, that's the best way I would say. Excellent. Thanks, Rick. I appreciate it. Uh, you know, going through
1: the parcel and post show, it was, uh, you really stood out and the product that you had, uh, really stood out. So, uh, I'm really excited to continue to watch, watch you guys progress and, uh, I always love, love innovation and uh, what you've done is something re- really, really neat. So continue to watch and uh, yeah, let us know if there's any way we can support you, but uh, best of luck and, and thanks for joining us today. Thank you so much, guys. Thanks. Excellent. Yeah, that was good. It's so uh, nice so, to have a yeah. podcast
2: right now. <laughs> it's, I can do this all day long. It's really the...